0: Oh my god, right, can you download me some VR porn? G da, e da, e da, k G da, e da, e da, k
1: G da, e da, e da, k G. E. E. K. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the G.E.E.K podcast, the comfy edition, because we're on a couch.
0: Very comfy. Yeah.
1: I like up, this. We're at my gaff this week, Reg, instead of the old uh, Geek Towers. How do you like it?
0: It's it's a lot comfier than the stall.
1: Than the stall. The stalls that I lovingly bought us from Argos.
0: We, which are beautiful. They, mm. they really are, but when you consider like a plastic seat compared to a comfy couch. Well, yeah. DFS yeah.
1: are doing us proud. Exactly. I tell ya, that's what I like to hear. Dan. Hi, Reg. Hi, Dan. How's it going? It is good. It's been. Tricks it's are been good. like two weeks since we properly potted. I know, and yeah. I and I can feel it as well. Yeah, because last week we had our little really exciting adventure to uh, to Birmingham to Brom. The world of
0: tomorrow.
1: What was that? Hmm. It's just fun, though. I enjoyed it. I bet you did. What was your favourite thing? Because everyone heard what we got up to, but now you've had a week to reflect on it. I want to know what your favourite part was.
0: My favourite part Mm -hmm. was probably never having to buy a drink again for, like, (laughs) the next year.
1: (laughs) I still have a uh, a fridge drawer full. (sighs) Good, good. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: this week and probably the next year is going to be sponsored by Tornado Energy. Tornado! Um,
1: don't, I don't know. I've don't been... do something, do damage. I can't even remember it. Don't just do it, do, do damage. Do damage. Which is such a shit like
0: <laughs> slogan. <laughs> it is, it's just ridiculous. It's not good. They could have done so much good. better. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been thinking about this more and more about what my favourite part was. Okay. And I think. It has to be the Just Cause 3 uh, free Google uh, cardboard that we got, Are you, I think. Is, is that, that
1: true, or is that because I've got it here and you're thinking, oh, Dan's going to... No, no, because
0: that? there's stuff I want to go back in to do <laughs> okay. um, with this again in a bit, because I went out... In fact, just go into this for a minute. Um, I went out drinking um, on Saturday evening, right. when we got back from Ash's family, <laughs> Yeah. and we went around, just like that. Mm-hmm. We went around to a friend's house, and he's quite into his tech, but he's not like thoroughly into the the way we are. So I, I took around the Google Cardboard to show him. Yeah. And straight away, he was like, oh, my, this is amazing. And no matter what i showed showing him, he was like, oh, oh, this, this is like life change. This is actually amazing, the way it works. I was like, all right, fair enough. Yeah. His Mrs. Nat, which to put it on, was like, oh, my God. Right, can you download me some VR porn? To which Ash was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've not seen that yet. They didn't care for, like... Anything else that there's, we that we wanted Google to show them? Porn. There's lots of there's lots of <laughs> of pornography you can you can use with that. And okay. it felt really weird because it was only us four. Usually there's like a, a load of us that go around and drink.
1: So we're sitting around, it was just, and one at a it time, It was two
0: couples <laughs> that we sat there. And me and Diggs literally on the couch going, I can't believe we're doing this. Like phones out, like this. As we're just looking, and it was just porn on my phone, porn on his phone, and the girls just like really like waiting in anticipation going. You found it yet? Like, I oh, no, I've got to pay for this one, hang on. I it trying to find three components? And as soon as I, I've got one, I'm like, well, can I... At least let me see if it works. Like, no, no, no. Huh. Wow. Wow. And looking look around like...
1: Head tracking. Mm. Of course it is. Of course wow. it is.
0: And it was just... It was if the
1: most experience. If there's one industry that will take on new technology... The pornography industry,
0: very, very, very. <laughs> but they were dead happy about it, and then I showed like <laughs> Diggs the um. The, well, the, let
1: me let me show you this um. <laughs> this you can fly on a giant eagle over uh, Azeroth, <laughs> which is the, the first amazing. thing I showed.
0: And <laughs> Diggs was like, "I can't see anything apart from clouds." Oh, hang got a minute. Uh, to Warcraft, and I was like, "Yeah, but just." look and see what it is and he's like this is this is incredible yeah um then showing like the meaning of like the evolution of life when it goes across a little like pond and it turns out to be like the baby in the end and it goes to grab your hand really fucking freaky um but really cool I don't um, know what that is. so you'll have to get on to that it's really good i'll show okay. you in a bit um but that was great, and then I took it and showed my like mum, mum and dad like last yeah. weekend. No, don't tell
1: me they got, they went on about porn. As they,
0: well. Thankfully, they didn't. They didn't want the porn. Okay. Um, all they wanted to see was just like cars racing and stuff. So showing okay. them that.
1: So, but it was just it's Ooh, something. Like car, that look at that me! That I can, I can drive back. a car. Something I could never do in real life, but I can do with a bit of cardboard. Exactly. It's wonderful.
0: Um, but it's just something that I can bring back with me because usually it was like, oh yeah, we spoke to the guy like Total War. We played like all these amazing yeah. games. And I was like. Right. right, that's nice. But you show me a bit of cardboard, and straight away, everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is the best thing ever!" I'm like, <laughs> right, okay. it's like I'm not surprised you do what you do now, because like, you've got a bit of cardboard. <laughs> that's the only thing that you are actually happy yeah. About great, I am. Um, but it's got so many experiences so far; it's brilliant.
1: Well, you, you're saying that like, oh, I get why you got this now, and you know, why you do this thing, because you get all these freebies. You get a free bit of cardboard. Like I. I told my dad about it. He was like, oh, I've heard about that. I wanted to get one. Um, and I said, I'll bring it around next time. And he goes, oh, well, just, uh, do you, I, I want one anyway. Can you can you buy them? And I said, uh, yeah. Went on eBay, you know, like £2.99 for, <laughs> for just a good cardboard. I was like, okay, it's not that exciting that we got one free anymore, but says says uh, just calls on it, Reg. So it says just cause exactly. on it. Limited mm. edition,
0: some might say. Yeah. If you kept it in your pocket, it would have been mint.
1: Yeah. I've I've tried to get about four people to do the Insidious 3 one, though. And only one has done it.
0: <laughs> See, I got napped to do it towards the end of the <laughs> evening when she had a drink. Yeah. But it was one of the funniest things, because like, we were stood in the front room. She put it on, we switched off all the lights, and straight away she was like, Nope no 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 yep. no and i was like go just do it and she ended up like saying just look around the room mm-hmm. but she started walking around the room as she was looking so she's bumping into stuff and it was just hilarious because she would shit herself even more it'd be like walk. when when the tray just goes and yeah. slides in the in the video
1: she'd like jump back
0: like she would like move and be like oh move out of the way and then hit the table and then just fucking shit herself really but was like ah! I'm like, it's alright, it's in the real world, it's in the real world. She's yep. like, oh my god, this is insane.
1: Well, like, I gave really it to one of her friends, around. who was like, what is it, what is it, and put it on, and then looked around until she saw it Insidious 3 appear, and she was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, go on, just do it. She's like, okay. she's like, like that, holding it about that far away from her head, <laughs> and I'm just like pushing it on, and she's like, no, no, and then she's like that, looking at it through one wow. eye. I'm like, just, there's no point. If that's what you're going to do, I'm going to stop right now. <laughs> But no, I, I do really enjoy that. It's fun. It's a fun little thing to... yeah. People, I, I mean, when I told you about it, you didn't even believe me. So imagine what non-geeky, techy people would think when you say, here's a bit of cardboard that's going to turn your phone into a 3D like virtual reality headset. Crazy, that. Cray cray. Absolutely crazy.
0: Yeah. So how about you? What was your favourite little experience that we had?
1: Um, I was, was going to say that, but also... Uh, I love the after party. The one thing we didn't talk about <sighs> so on, the, um, on the on <laughs> the pod. Uh, well, there's a bit of a of a build up to it first. So basically, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, the the show finishes at six o'clock, yeah, yep, every day, and then the after party started at, at half six. But we're like, well, we don't want to be there on time. We want to be fashionably late. So maybe seven, half seven. Plenty of time for us to go and get some decent scrum. Uh. So um, we're in the NEC massive, massive convention centre with a massive train station next to it and a massive airport next to it. So there's going to be somewhere to eat. Somewhere to eat that isn't Subway.
0: Well, we had plenty of (laughs) spoons around there, Dan. Yeah. Only they serve.
1: It took us from uh, 6 o'clock till about, what, 10 past 7? Maybe quarter past 7 to actually start eating we ended up... We went into two <laughs> spoons. Oh, sorry, we're not serving food. It's half past six. You're not serving food. Yeah. All, only places that were open were subways. Everything else had shut. Blowing Jimmy Spices or whatever his name is. Jimmy Buffett's. Jimmy Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett's Spices. Uh, they closed. Couldn't get any, uh, any foreign food. We walked over to some amazing place called Resort World that was only half this, built. Why? This, this,
0: this was fucking irritating as all hell, though, because you'd be walking around and it would be like... Open Resort World. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, well, that sounds right, good. Amazing. Oh and look, there's a TGI Fridays yeah, there. TGI Fridays, everything <laughs> there. So we started walking across. As you have seen from the Snapchat video, hopefully, yeah, uh, bouncy us bridge. bouncing on the on the bridge was on the way there. They lied to us. It wasn't open. No, really, it wasn't even <laughs> like nearly site. finished.
1: <laughs> I mean, the fact they had to have a floaty temporary bridge that really says it all. So in the end, we're like, right, train station. Let's check the train station. All there is there is a subway, but the train station is right next to the airport. This was probably the highlight of my entire weekend. We got to go on a monorail, Reg. What was your highlight of the weekend? It was awesome. I love (laughs) monorails. There's a monorail from the train station to the airport, and we got to go on it, and it was free. It didn't even cost us anything. And then we got there, and we're like, okay, Frankie and Benny's. That'll do. Let's get a pizza. So we queued for about 10-15 minutes, and they went, oh, um, there's about a half hour wait on food, is that alright? I'm like, yeah, that's alright, that's alright, we, we we can live with that. And we sat down, we're waiting there another 10-15 to 15 minutes for someone to come and serve us, and then he come along, oh, um, just so you know, there's an hour wait on food, and am like, so 15 minutes ago, there was only half an hour, and now you're telling us there's an hour. No, that's not alright. So we yeah. had Burger King. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. wasn't good then. But speaking of Burger King, have you seen what they now sell? I have not. For Halloween? Oh, is it the black burger? The that
0: black comes
1: burger, from Asia Town. Yeah, well, Asia Asia Town. Yeah, they had oh. them in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of supposedly. I haven't tried it yet, but it's like a barbecuey-flavored bun, and it is just pitch black. Yeah, yeah.
0: It 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 does sound it's amazing. a whopper. So it's got lots of
1: veg on, so you won't like it.
0: Yeah, I can remove that.
1: But then you just have literally a burger patty and a black.
0: Yeah, you bun. get you get some bacon on it as well,
1: don't you? I don't know why there's bacon on it. You better
0: get bloody black bacon, bacon. On it.
1: it's definitely no cheese on it. Whoppers are infamous for not having cheese. Seems Trusting. like such a waste. could you
0: bring your own cheese?
1: I, I used to do that. Or well, when I say I used to do that, my family used to do that when we were little. <laughs> there, there was a there was a um, a promotion for a while. The McDonald's did. Um, they were doing like twenty nine p hamburgers or something like that. Right. Cheeseburgers were still like the full ninety nine p or whatever they are. So um, we used to take cheese slices with us. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. Saying. <laughs> But the other exciting thing is, I got a new car. It <laughs> was have fun. Got a new That's car. fun. It's not Pikachu. You'll be disappointed Thank to God. hear everyone at home. I do apologise. I was really happy
0: about that. Yeah.
1: But... It's white, so I'm thinking of putting like two uh, red stripes down from, from the front to the back so it looks like a crayon pop helmet, specifically Choa's crayon pop helmet. Nice. I haven't decided yet. I probably won't. At least try it.
0: Maybe. Just get some red masking tape and just stick okay. it over, like electrical tape, and just stick it over and see what it
1: looks like. That's all it is on their actual helmets, you know. Well, there you go. Then. I've seen a video of them, like, making the helmets before a performance. <laughs> Excellent. That's all it was. That's not how I prepare my helmet. Yeah.
0: Before my performance.
1: Oh. Okay. Please don't ever <laughs> say that in the same sentence but as Crayon Pop again.
0: speaking of... Awesome musical stylings. What's the other thing
1: we've been doing, Dan? Oh, that's right. We went to see the Bare Naked Ladies. We did. That's my birthday present. <sighs> and there'll be a video of that going up at some point. I've got too many other videos I need to get sorted. No, nope, this is the so most much. important one. It's not. There's so much. I've still got EGX videos to put up, Reg. You're slacking, Dan. I know. I've got yeah. no time. I'm so busy. In your weeks off. <laughs> my three weeks off. But anyway, yeah, we went to see the Bare Naked Ladies. And, and Colin we- Hay. Beautiful. Colin Hay yes. from Men at Work, who are the Come men from, from men a land men down, down under. Yep. He has no money now. He has no money now because they got sued. You know about this? I did not know about. Yeah, because basically, is that why famous, not sure the money? Maybe movies? their famous song, "I Come from a Land Down Under." They got sued by um, I don't know whether it's like the Aboriginal Council or something like that. Basically, it is the little.
0: That bit. Who are you gonna
1: call? The Ghostbusters. That's exactly what it sounded
0: like. Yeah. You
1: know? um, so he got are sued by the Ghostbusters. <laughs> no, the Aboriginal Council I ever sued them because it, it is too similar to a an, an classic Aboriginal folk song, um, and literally they just they took everything, Reg.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: everything. Oh, All shit. the royalties. Because
0: I noticed that when when he was doing he before he played, he didn't do that um, bit.
1: He didn't get his kazoo out
0: no he did not no. no in fact it was after sorry after he played that song he made a joke about how he was doing it at a wedding mm-hmm. so now he's a wedding singer as well so I never come towards that conclusion I don't, I don't think specifically
1: it. that I'm guessing I think most people if you paid them enough would come and play at a wedding <laughs> do you reckon? didn't Gary Barlow do it recently
0: yeah but he's a sellout and also he owed the taxman a load of money because he didn't pay his taxes for a while
1: alright so now he's got to do weddings so now he does weddings ok alright that makes sense That's kinda it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. the Ben Hick ladies That's were actually we were. amazing. Of course, they, they were. were so of course good. They were, Apart from Kev's little solo bits, which I didn't Red really has care issues for, with Kev. I hate Kevin Heard.
1: He thinks that That's Kev nice is issue. responsible for the breakup of the Ben Hick ladies when uh, when Steve got kicked out/slash left.
0: <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, <care>. don't like <laughs> Kevin Heard, but anywho, moving away from that little particular <laughs> yeah. bit, yeah. It was just so good. It, it was. was so nice to have them back. Mm-hmm. But like Ash watched the video cuz she's not like seen them since I first introduced them to her like
1: 6 years ago right. And she's like, "Oh my god, they've got old and fat." Oh, Ed and I like, isn't as buff as he used to wow, be.
0: He's not, no. but they they've all started looking a bit old, like old. I know they've yeah, been around for like 27 l- years now, but yeah, still.
1: They're looking like That an, is that is quite an old, an old band, room. but I did I did notice that yeah, Ed had a little bit of a, a, a podge about him now, whereas he used to be quite, but he like wear little tight mm. t-shirts and have his muscles on show, and you'd be like, wow. Yeah. Now it's just Jim. That is a mighty attractive guy. <laughs> yeah, well, that
0: was it. He actually was attractive
1: mm. up until, like, <laughs> Now he's not. Now, now he's just fat <laughs> and lazy. No. no. <laughs> we still love you, Ed. We <laughs> still do But yeah, it. Jim will never put weight on Jim. No, or change. No. Jim
0: has not changed since no, he's hit he about, like,
1: 20, and mm-hmm. then all
0: of a sudden he's just kept that age. Yep. <laughs> all the way through and, no different
1: and Tyler the the he is the better he is as far as I'm concerned <sighs> good old Tyler, love Tyler Stewart he is my yeah. better
0: love Tyler Stewart
1: I know not a lot of people are probably that interested in the Ben ladies but everyone should be everyone should Seek them out and listen. Everyone's got Spotify now. Just go and listen to some Bare Naked Ladies that's not mm-hmm. one week if I had a million just dollars.
0: Go- oh, I was going to say, just start going to some um, American-style restaurants because that's what I did right. with the missus. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously, Get I you didn't down. spend... Looking, on camera. Well, it's like, blocking all like, that. Like, they, let's blocking my belly. Yeah. So speaking of fat bellies. Up. Um, oh, is that better, Daniel?
1: It's a bit better. Is that better, is if, I cover, better. if I
0: cover my belly? It's a
1: little bit better.
0: Or if I just breathe in for the rest of the episode. You don't have to breathe in, just keep your knee down. Um... I went and took the lady out on the Friday Mm -hmm. evening. The um, lady. Because of the amount of abuse I got for not seeing her at all last weekend and then this weekend weekend,
1: coming. We're going to land um, and
0: I'm not going to see her again. So she was like, Oh my god, well the least you could do is take me out for a date night and I was like, Okay, I'll do that. so so took her out. We went to this like place called Coast to Coast in Chester, which is like a franchise or a chain of American style footage. Um, and we walked in there and they are playing hands down by their Dashboard Professional. I was like you know what this place is alright with me and then sat down started having a drink played one week and I was like holy shit Dashboard Professional and Barenaked Ladies in the like, space of half an hour Crazy. that's incredible and then give it some more time and then he played If I Had a Million Dollars and I was like oh, my god so I tipped the guy <laughs> you have so, nothing so to do with money. it i was just like you i don't really care for the food but you're playing awesome music have all the monies all the money so oh. i'm skint up. excellent i'll just give him my card away and went just rinse it just take all the monies all the monies
1: right so we need to find free things to do in london next week
0: yeah or i'll just get the missus to pay for me
1: it's oh, a better plan right? i like that plan mm. like it
0: well it did make me like this. We literally I was chatting away to the guy who served like served us. Um so I just went to get my card out. I was like chatting to him about better naked ladies and about their yes, music and whatnot. Going like, you tip music tasting here is like amazing and as we were gabbing to him I just handed over her card and literally put in like the PIN number. And as I went to press enter, I just looked at the card and went, Ooh, and I took it out, and all I looked up and just seen the daggers from Ash, because she didn't want to interrupt the conversation I was having, but she was just staring she evilly, going... knew it was happening. You're using my fucking car to pay for date night when it's you that has to take me out, like... no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but thankfully, I paid for my for the food on my car. So, all right. <laughs> so, so good. good. But I literally come that far away from just not having any balls left, because that would have been pretty brutal. <laughs> okay. But still. Thanks. That was fun. Thanks and then, sharing. obviously, the next day, sir... What did we do the next day?
1: I don't know. We went What to, day was it?
0: We went to Manchester on the
1: Saturday. On Saturday, we went to Manchester to go and meet... Um, Who did we go meet, Dan? Mark Miller. Mark Miller. Yeah, you know Mark Miller. Old Marky. Millie. Millie Mark. I couldn't
0: believe... Like, and I was telling people about this, because most people were like, I don't know any game people. Do you not meet other people apart from aren't gaming, developers right. and stuff? And I was like, well, yeah. I met the Bearmaker ladies.
1: Yeah. Um but also we met Mark Miller on Saturday. And everyone's like, I don't know who that is, and he go, have you seen Kick Ass? Yeah, have you seen Kingsman? Yeah, oh the guy who wrote them." and we're going, Alright, oh, really. That's where you get the excitement from <laughs> <laughs> So I was dead happy yeah. about that. He writes a ton of amazing comics and I, I I I think I said this in the interview, like the the there's so many comics that I didn't realise at the time were him either. Mm. Things like I mean Old Man Logan and Civil War, I read them as like, Oh, it's a really good Wolverine story, it's a really good Avenger story and it then is like I you know, and then I find out oh, actually that was Mark Miller out. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It Does a lot more than you think. Mm-hmm. And he's just a genuinely dead nice guy. Yeah. Such a lovely guy. Yeah. And anyway, he had to wait in the cold for two hours, it's fine. Well, you went off shopping. Worth mm-hmm. it. It was worth it though.
0: Well no fan if he said to us beforehand yeah. by the way, I'm not gonna get time before we'll any time. <laughs> then then I would we wouldn't have to be waiting around, would we? We have just Fine. turned up, rocked up late and went, yeah. fucking sign it, bitch. Yeah.
1: Um shall we drop the the interview in here? I haven't done anything to it, I haven't edited it yet, so this might delay the whole podcast thing, but why not? We're gonna cut in here. It's gonna start here with a video and then it's gonna go. Whoop. Ready? One, two, three, Whoop. Hey, this is Dan for G.E.E.W.E.K. I'm here at Travelling Man in Manchester with Mark Miller, a comic book writer and, um, I guess, all around... <laughs> just athlete. Yeah, well, there yeah, you go. Athlete. There you go. Um, I mean, I guess what I'm alluding to there, you seem to have your fingers in an awful lot of pies. I mean, first of all, we've got in front of us here a lovely array of books. Um, you've done pretty much everything. I mean, you've, you've done a lot of creator-owned stuff. Yeah. You've done an awful lot of stuff for Marvel, for DC. We've got Redstone, we've got Wolverine. Um, and they seem to be going a lot into movies. So, yeah. how has that really changed since everything started off? You back in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Um- How's the, how do you find the comic book kind of landscape's changed since then? Well it's funny, for me it hasn't
2: changed that much, like from my actual job point of view, I'm still sitting in my spare bedroom in the house night, <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I always thought I'd be sitting on a throne or something like that once I got a film deal and you don't, you're, you know, you're just, you're back in your spare room writing the next story, okay. you know. So weirdly, like my day is so similar, I make 10 cups of tea a day, go downstairs, work from about 8 in the morning till about 6 at night, it's exactly the same I'm on the phone to guys living up in Scotland. But it is weird the things outside of it, you know. Like, now if I do a wee trip, I'm maybe going to a film set or something like that, you know, or I'm I'm going to a premiere or something, and it's quite exciting. All that stuff's all cool, and it's interesting. Like, when probably the biggest difference I've noticed in my career is that when I was starting out, if you did create your own books, you did that for no money at all, yeah, and you did Marvel and DC (laughs) to to subsidize it. Now, what people are finding is the real sort of like big business for them is to do the create own stuff and they do yeah. the Marvel and C- DC stuff as a, a hobby outside of it which is so weird I mean it's been a total reversal in mm. my period you know in my career
1: I the last image has changed that a lot really has it the yeah I think stuff. so I
2: mean it's, it's been happening for quite a long time though you know image certainly the last five years but when I did Wanted, for example, you know, when I did it at mm-hmm. Top Cow, which is part of Image, yeah. you know, and then there was Icon um, and Dark Horse for like um, American Jesus, do you know? Mm. So, like, um, it's been something has been happening for a while. Frank Miller broke the mold. Like, as always, Frank Miller broke the mold in the 80s. He broke the mold in the 90s. And things like Sin City um, paved the way in 300 yeah. for things like Wanted. You know, like, Wanted right. would never have happened as a movie because. They thought people only care about Marvel and DC characters. You'll never get a kind of indie thing becoming a big movie hit. And these things made so much money that they thought, well, we can take a risk and start looking at creating our own stuff. And that changed everything for yeah. us. So Frank Miller, we would none of us would have a career in so many ways if it wasn't for the, the okay. stuff Miller pioneered. You know?
1: Is it? Is it nice to every now and again obviously dip back into an established kind of franchise, do you you prefer just creating your own thing and just having a world? I definitely
2: prefer creating my own, it's funny I didn't get into it to do that, I just wanted Mm. to write Superman you know, but (laughs) whenever you do your own stuff it is, it's really nice and it's funny just something that didn't exist and it wouldn't have existed without you, but then as a fanboy you know I love doing that stuff too, I mean every day I come up with a good DC concepts nice. I'll think about a Green Lantern story or something I'll come up with a Batman story or a Justice League story and I'm friends with the DC guys you know and uh, I was talking to them I was in Los Angeles last week and I was saying to the guys like, we should definitely do something you know so we won't be able to do it this year Like there's three Four films shooting this year. You right. know, so it's a busy year. But the following year, I think it'd be quite fun maybe to do a big DC project or something. You know, yeah. but just a one-off thing or something, but make it really special.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, the, the the way I'd imagine it's changed though as well. Hollywood's taken a long time to kind of. I guess take on board actual comic book writers yeah. they've always wanted to deal with the comic book franchises but yeah. never seem to involve the writers yeah. I think there's a, a Kevin Smith interview I, I read or one of his podcasts where he was saying that's it's a, it's a goldmine it's an untapped resource yeah. all these writers who've been writing these characters for years they're finally getting them into their movies um, but the only reason
2: it, that's happened is because we own them like well, if if, Hollywood, could, if <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood could get rid of us, they would, I'm sure. You know? <laughs> but the thing is, Kickass can't happen without me. It's mm-hmm. not like Marvel, yeah. you know, where they can just alienate you. You know, or DC, they, they don't even have the creators' names on the Green yeah. Lantern movie, you know. But if you own it, they have to. You know, you're JK Rowling to Harry Potter. Then True, so Frank man. Miller owns Sin City, me and Johnny Romita own Kickass, me and Goran Parlov own Starlight. Right. So, uh,
1: they can't get rid of us. We're on the front of the film. Right. But am um, I also, right, you're a creative consultant. Is that your official title over at title Fox? Over yeah, at Fox? Yeah. So obviously, that's some of the well, the X-Men movies, the yeah. uh, likes of the Fantastic Four, things like that. So um, I think, it, like I you definitely years ago, they never seemed to really uh, consult enough yeah. from at least from from an, yeah. an outside point of view. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we've we've got a lot of your your titles there in front of you. Um, Am I right? About 90% of these, I think, have they been (laughs) options?
2: They they all are actually, it's weird, yeah. The last two um, we we did last week when I was in Los Angeles, we did the deal last week on the last two, so we've actually got in total now 15 franchises which wow, is exciting incredible. and my plan is to do 25 <laughs> I'd like to have 25 franchises. which are I don't know why, for some reason <laughs> I always thought I'd like 25 <laughs> franchises yeah, yeah. so we're on numbers of 15 but I see them as comic franchises and movies is just part of it, Like yeah. I like the idea of them being games I like the idea of them being t-shirts yeah. and I, lo- I love the fact like, I mean I've kicked about quite a lot, even today I've seen people come in with kick-ass a, p- a paralon, you mm-hmm. know, which is really fun, you know, I love seeing a hoodie that's a kick-ass hoodie or something, yeah. you know, so all these things is great but primarily it's twenty-five comic franchises, right. and if they want to make films, fantastic. Yeah. You know, and
1: I imagine it doesn't affect your writing. You write them primarily as comics.
2: You can't otherwise. Yeah. It's weird because like, people say, "Do you write it as a film?" And I was like, "What's a film?" Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. a film's just a story with words and pictures. You know, it's, I mean, a, any comic could be any film, mm. pretty much. You know, and and a movie is three diff- You know, a movie could be. Transformers, a movie could be Grand Budapest to a movie could be Ghost World. Mm. You know, it's, it can be anything, you know, so like, it's just stories, isn't it? So,
1: um, next on the, on the cards, though, um, I've heard about, read a bit about, about Hook. Huck. Huck's yeah. the big one coming, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, sure, Huck. I wanted to do something really positive, like, see, after years of doing really dark stuff. Mm. Um, I do. I enjoyed writing Superman Red Son. I loved writing Superman Adventures and everything. But wouldn't it be good to create a character that's just really nice? <laughs> and it's funny, like because we're always going as badass as yep. we can with these things. Now, I remember going to see Superman Man of Steel on Father's Day. And I was sitting with my kids, and like everybody else, I was just like open mouth when Superman snaps the guy's neck. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I'm going to create. So we've gone so far in this direction. I'm going to try and create the nicest character I can was think that, of. That was the, that was the moment I remember really thinking. Well, I was watching it, thinking I'm going to create something where it's actually cool to be kind and nice yep. and all that, you know. So it's a guy who does one good deed every day, and he's a guy who's got okay. special abilities. He doesn't know where he got them from. He lives in a small town like a Frank Capric in a perfect American town, kind of thing. He's their big secret in the town, and every day he does something lovely for somebody, you know, whether it's finding a missing cat or whatever. You know, yeah. he, he just does something nice every day, and that's the beginning of the story. And naturally, the shit
1: hits the fan, you know. Okay. So, you <laughs> know. And and uh, that's sorry for backtrack, but that's also been optioned as far as yes, I, I did, <laughs> <watching> <laughs> I did the release. deal on that months ago, actually. Brilliant, well. absolutely brilliant. Um, last thing, I don't want to keep you too long, yeah. but um, I've also heard about you've uh, got your. Um, kind of like an open door policy at the minute, a bit of a, a talent a, a, service, a ta- yeah. that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> um, I don't know whether you want to give a little bit of a shout out for yeah, that. What, you. Does, does, Is that something you, you, you've always kind of. Uh, had an interesting just kind of nurturing talent oh my god yeah yeah Yeah. totally
2: I mean the thing is any industry needs new people to thrive you Mm -hmm. know and there is something interesting like when you look around sometimes there is a lot of middle aged people you know working in comics and I just think where are the 18 year olds you know when I when I was 18 I had quite a few places I could go there was you know the, the small independent publisher Trident who first published me when I was 18 or 19 um they were around, you know, paying mm-hmm. modest rates, but it was still getting published and getting paid. Yeah. 2000 AD, every week, was always sort of looking for new talent because all the big writers at the time had gone off to work in America, so they needed guys to come through there. So there was quite a lot of opportunities. There was a comic talk that had started, and now there's just less opportunities than there were, you know, and people seem to have solidified into positions in a lot of ways, and people don't want to give up. The spaces, the younger people coming through, and all that, you know. So I thought it'd be quite nice, maybe, to kind of open the door a little bit. Mm. And my characters have got a bit of recognition now through films and things, you know, they're very well known in the mainstream, like Kick Ass and Kingsman and stuff. Yeah. So I thought it'd be good to open these up to new people. Give everybody a chance to write a four or a five-page story. Get paid Marvel or DC money to do it, and send them into my website. So the big thing I'd say is go into my website, <laughs> join in the talent search, and hopefully you'll get picked. We're doing it every year, so even right. if you're not ready this year, hopefully you're ready. you get you've got twelve year,
1: months to work on yeah. it. Okay, and a very very last hopefully quick question, but um, Old Man Logan. Yeah. Um, one major bit that I took from that was yeah. um, the 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 scene where Wolverine. Um, basically rips the Hulk apart yeah. spoilers which was, that's the end spoilers, the book, yeah. Yeah. yeah I will put so. but essentially that's um it's like, it's something that's always, there's always the, the, the nerd debate of, oh, who would win in a fight things like that. Yeah. Where did that come in the, in the genesis of that story? Was that something you had in mind? Like, oh, I want this to happen, yeah, yeah, so totally, I'm going to write yeah. a story that gets totally, me to that yeah. point.
2: I mean, the, whenever I write something, what I do is I tend to um, do it really organically, you know. Mm. I'll, I'll do maybe four or five scenes and yeah. then i link them together and weave the story together. So in that one, I wanted to have... Wolverine, having not popped his claws for a long time, I did this little drawing of him and getting beaten up by guys, you know, because he wasn't fighting. And the other big thing I wanted, I drew this picture of Red Skull in Captain America's outfit, you know, like a warrior that had beaten somebody and was wearing his skin kind of thing, you know. And then the final one was um, was that big fight between Wolverine and the Hulk you know? and, and uh, I always liked the idea that what would happen if Wolverine get chewed up like what would happen would, yeah. he, would he reform yeah. so that, that all kind of merged into one big story really, you,
1: know? you did what everyone else was thinking essentially well, that's the nice <laughs> that thing about pot. being a writer is yeah. what,
2: the stuff you think about when you're a reader you actually get to yes, do which is <laughs> cool <laughs> it's a fun thing
1: alright uh, brilliant thank you very much <laughs> for no, your you, time thank and you. thanks for doing the science <laughs> nice day. to meet you enjoy thanks a lot. see you then thanks <laughs> Yeah, there you go. It's gone. That was good. That was fun. That was a good little interview, wasn't it, Reg? It was a
2: fun. Little it, was right. I, yeah, it was all
1: right. Yeah, all
0: right. I love the cameraman skills. That, that, that cameraman. That was the one that Surely.
1: I didn't really want to comment on. To it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal camera mm-hmm. work skills. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I held that tripod so stillly and the free-flowing S- camera not so well.
1: Right. But still, true. I very, very true. You didn't knock the tripod. That was that was your uh, <laughs> wonderful skills. No. Um, right. Before we get on to some news, um, I'm, I've managed to, I'm managing to keep up this I've got stuff, free stuff to, for Reg thing. Oh, Another one this week. Amazing. I'm curious what you think about this because I know for a fact that you love uh, your cups of tea. I do love it. Like, you cups have an obsession with cups of tea, as does your lady wife. Mm-hmm. Um, how about tea flavoured things?
0: I'm intrigued.
1: Right, do you, have you heard of matcha? No. So, matcha is um, basically Japanese green tea. And in Japan, they do a lot of green tea-flavoured things, so like Kit Kats and the like. Hmm. Uh, Specifically, like, Steve saw a video of someone eating green Kit Kats, and he texted me going, I really want to try a green Kit Kat. (laughs) Okay. It's really hard to find any of these flavoured Kit Kats outside conventions where they're like £12 (laughs) for a box of three. But what I have managed to get is green tea matcha pocky. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. it's awesome. Really is awesome. I'm just going to open these and going to let you uh, have a taste red.
0: Excellent. Because now I can go on a health kick by drinking green tea. But if I don't want to do that, I can just eat the chocolate variety of it instead. Exactly. They are green as well. Amazing.
1: For, for the uninitiated, Pockies are basically uh, Mikado. Yeah. The UK version is Mercado, but, do but Pockies are a lot better. No. no, I bought strawberry ones and they were all melted and stuck together, the so they are all stuck together, so I just had one giant Pocky. Wonderful. Oh my
0: god, that would be incredible.
1: That genuinely would be quite a happy thing for me to right, see. Right Reg, dip your hand in, pull out a lovely green Pocky.
0: look green. at it, it looks really
1: appetising. It, it is though, it's so nice, <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Red having a nibble. Oh, my God. Mm.
0: See, now, I hate green tea, so I was dead dubious when you said, here's a green tea flavoured like, snack. I was like... A
1: taste of something, oh God. and I can't put my finger on
0: But that's actually really, really nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Right. That, now, that's the sound of me eating a uh, Pocky stick for the just the audio fans.
1: Yeah, so... But this is the encouragement to come so, watch the video.
0: if we were going to rate this snack, Dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he never got to the rating. Reg is referencing a podcast I made him listen to. Basically, whoever watches Flash, uh, the guy who plays Harrison Wells. Tom Cavanagh. Yeah, Tom Cavanagh. He used to be an Ed. does a podcast with another guy who used to be an Ed. Um, called mm, something. I can't remember ah. his name. No, Mike. Mike, Michael, Michael Ian Black, Michael, Michael Ian Black, Black um, who's very, very funny. He played Phil Stubbs in Ed, and they do a podcast called Mike and Tom Eat Snacks, and literally they just do that. They talk about lots of random stuff, but they also rate They've a snack. They've done about, close, closing in on like, I think eighteen, ninety episodes now. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, and each one, they rate a different snack. I don't think they have rated any Japanese sweets yet. But have I'll they have had chocolate pie yet? They have not had chocolate pie, but we need, to tell <laughs> them to. we need to tell them the tale and then ask them to try it.
0: Yeah, I think they'll love the whole story. I would story have given that two. That.
1: I would give the, these eight. Out of ten? Mm hmm.
0: They are nice.
1: Yeah, good. I reckon, I reckon seven. Just because it's a bit dry. You? Well, well good job you've got some. It's a good job I have a tornado. tornado. Mm hmm. But I'm drawing a line now, Raj. That is. I, I'm sick of giving and never receiving.
0: I give you lots of stuff, like my company.
1: The only time I, I received it was when it was my birthday.
0: Mm-hmm. And I brought a stereo for you to bring round to your friend's house.
1: Great. Yay. <laughs> Brilliant. So you brought me something that I've now got to go on my way to take it to someone else's house yeah. to drop it off. Amazing. Can't then wait.
0: I have no idea where she lives or she ever wants to see me by myself. So, you know, <laughs> there is that. Fine. Well, Cause well, I think I'm. I think I'm more of just an acquaintance instead of a friend. Whereas you're an actual full-blown friend. So I think if you just rock up friend. and announce to throw out the stereo, uh, well, not throw the stereo, out, I, but give her the stereo, then that'd be allowed. Where if I just rock up and be like, I know where you live, she'll get freaked out.
1: I think anyone would if you walked up to him and started doing that. <laughs> I
0: know where you live. I know where you live.
1: Well we're kind of touching on the subject of Flash, <laughs> Flash returns in a week. As does Arrow. Yeah. Now, I've tried to stay uh, keep Arrow and the like off my radar so I don't get anything ruined, but I have seen a certain picture of a costume that a character in Arrow is going to be wearing. this Diggle? Diggle. Right. I'm going to put a picture right here of Diggle. Oh, might with, be, uh, wait. No, yes. No, with a weird helmet on. Right. Now, I'm not completely up on my Arrow comic history. Is this based on something? No, no. So where's this no. come from?
0: Did, Diggle was actually made for the series.
1: Right, I thought that because it's named after Andy Diggle. Yes. Who quite famously does a lot of the writing for the later arrows. Mm-hmm. And he done year one. Year so, one specifically. Well. Um, yeah. So they, they kept on saying, "Are
0: you going to get a like a, a costume, so to speak?" And he was like, "No, no, no. I shouldn't have a costume because you know I'm the one that's more grounded and you know." you already have enough costume freaks running around and stuff for you saying in interviews and then all of a sudden he's like oh yeah by the way (laughs) i'm gonna rock
1: this and this looks awful it's like i don't i don't i can't see any like reasoning behind it there must be something i'm hoping that yeah i'm hoping in the actual
0: it's um, not just like felicity's
1: gonna go hey we made you a costume oh that looks great thanks it'll be something surely
0: well, yeah, I'm hoping that there's a reason why he looks as though he's just stepped out of a Fox Universe film. Mm-hmm. It's just it
1: looks atrocious. Maybe like, something to do with Argus and stuff.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, even like when you first see the snaps of like all the everyone's like costumes or their armor or their outfit and whatnot, when you start teasing it, you're like, ooh. no, actually, I can see that working. They just shown this, and I was like, what? And I was checking the dates, like, no, definitely wasn't done on on April 4th. <laughs> Um I have no idea what this is. No. And I'm hoping it might just be like a one-off sort of like he's got to wear it for this episode just to see maybe he's testing something out for
1: future maybe use. Maybe maybe there is a the supervillain who can read people's minds and take control of them. So he has to wear this weird metal helmet so he can stop them reading like his tin mind. like tinfoil all
0: around it. Basically. aliens.
1: They could have just done could that. Could be aliens. Probably would have looked better. Oh my god, aliens. Made, or interdimensional beings. Mm-hmm. I was in Janet Jones' reference. I like it. Yeah. I like it, you and your references. Well look speaking
0: gonna... of superhero costumes right. and armours and stuff. Alright. Um, I was bruising the tinty webs As you do. before. Like and you I do. happened to come across an article of how much it would actually cost if you were going to be Batman. So to make his his complete suit. Okay. Um, all the gadgets, mm-hmm. like all the vehicles, and yep. his house—it yep. would cost, like, something like, in the region of six hundred and forty-eight million dollars.
1: Right, which is within the reach of a lot of people. And the thing is, like, six hundred million of that was just his house. Oh, I can imagine the house and the basement and stuff.
0: Yeah, so it wouldn't actually—well, I was going to say it wouldn't cost that much. It'd be like forty-eight
1: million. So I could just set up the, my my back cave here, basically.
0: Yeah, because no one knows where you are. No. So, you could quite happily have, have your kitchen as like the, um, there's the back cave. Mm. And then, you know, we could rock out in here where we could put all the arsenal and stuff and it would be immense. And then we could just go out solve crime. Can
1: just keep and a giant penny in the corner.
0: Yeah. I like it. I like it but energy. I'm just thinking, that's not a lot really considering like the amount of stuff. Although his helmet alone, the cowl, uh, the cowl costs something stupid like one and a half million or something like that just for the graphite cowl. And then everyone went into this huge discussion about how it wasn't made out of graphite in the
1: end. And it all went off into this huge tangent where I was okay. like, I'm bored of that now. Well, they um, make it out of something that then they, it, it, but it cracks.
0: That was, so they make it out of graphite. Yeah. Um, it cracks and he goes, right, we're going to try and use something else. In the meantime, try and not land on your head. <laughs> and then. Exactly. So it all starts kicking off, so it could cost more. But it's in in a region of $6 Specifically in that million. trilogy. So when we do
1: <laughs> make Batman. it huge. Right.
0: I think we should become superheroes. Do you think?
1: Do you think uh, Smosh could afford that, or Rooster Teeth can afford that?
0: I reckon. Or they, I, uh,
1: Chris Hardwick Nerdist.
0: I reckon, yeah. I reckon if they sell off their original reckon, pilot
1: mm. to make a TV show,
0: which is what I would do. Okay. And then, yeah, definitely. Maybe easily. I reckon we could sell this to like
1: E4, and we'll be billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the set alone. It's, it's brilliant. I spent all of twenty minutes setting this up today, Reg. Did it's it? like where are we gonna do it? Where are we gonna do it? And like my couch looks comfy. So I, I put Silent Bob behind us and and Android and Yoshi and then behind me is Spider Spud Spuderman.
0: Spider Spud. Spider-Spud. Yeah. Friendly neighbourhood Spud. That's all the effort I did. Are you I was, like some potatoes? And the webs. Yep. Look at... Guess
1: what else would cost a lot of money, though, Red?
0: Um, I am guessing if I wanted to build an entire... No. ...fully golden statue of myself in Chester City Centre. Right. If it was just pure, solid gold. Okay. Or titanium. Okay.
1: And then I could go around going,
0: I am titanium! Just
1: point to my statue. I have written that, that. That is what I would do on a daily basis. That wasn't a setup just for that, was it? Just so you it see wasn't. Answers, but
0: all of a sudden, I was like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" So that's what I'm going to do Kay. when we do make it, Dad. <laughs> before we go out fighting crime.
1: As long as I can get Shia LaBeouf wrestling in his underwear, um, that uh, that sounds fun.
0: Do that. As that's happening though, he's also going to go around when people are taking photos. He's like, "No, no, no! Don't stop! Just do it." And just force him to take photos of them standing next to the big, massive titanium statue of okay. me and i like like around
1: going, I
0: am titanium! It would just be glorious. Okay.
1: Though. All right. How about if he wears, um, like, some kind of costume, like a gold bikini from Star Wars that Princess Leia wears?
0: That'd be fun. And if he does it with one of those stick things, so it looks like he's, he's just, like, levitating, and he's hovering, but he's genuinely not. It's just a trick of your mind because of the stick.
1: Being one and of the, the street buskers. performers. Yeah. Okay.
0: If he does that. I Think that that'd be fun because everybody like, "What's Charlie Bird doing? He's so mental!" But he wouldn't Holy be able to shit! He's floating.
1: Okay, in a gold bikini. You wouldn't be able to because the point is they need to have sleeves to cover the whole structure that's it's holding like up their It's like a skin, there,
0: skin wow. suit he's got on. Okay, on, like below the well, bikini. if he so
1: didn't, like let's that. say he didn't for argument's sake, Reg, and he just <gasps> wanted to buy the normal, the, the 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 proper one. Um, it only cost him ninety six thousand dollars. See, though, this. Mhm. I don't. I don't understand, and I I don't. I I know there's lots
0: of iconic pieces that you might want to own. Yeah, but is this Princess
1: Leia's gold bikini?
0: Right now, I know so many kids had like so many fantasies about this. Right? Do you reckon that a it's been washed since it's been worn because that would only decrease the value?
1: Right. Okay. (laughs) Right. Okay. Probably.
0: B. Who else has worn it since? Uh, George Lucas because you've got to think there's probably like a <laughs> load of prop guys going like this will be funny and Lord Rock Al wearing me. it and you'd be like oh god and people find it funny and then you put it back into storage hey mom I'm wearing a gold bikini yeah. look at me and it's just like why would
1: you want this it just it, to, like, I get certain well, things like I, I genuinely I love like it's $96,000 you haven't got to spend on a back cave. Exactly.
0: Unless that's going to be your your costume to go out fighting crime is used bikini, slave style.
1: Right. Could then, be. Could be.
0: Then that could be it, and you could be like slave girl slut, slave slut, and her posse. <laughs> I'm just, trying to think of some random superheroes, but I genuinely can't think of any apart from slave slut.
1: No. You've just lost the audience, right?
0: But then, so what she can do is she can use the chain. Okay. As her weapon of choice.
1: Well, that's what she does. She's bumming, chokes, exactly. jabber.
0: So that's what she could be doing going round. What if the chain isn't
1: attached to it, though? Because I think it's just a bikini. I think that's a lot of money to spend on just a bikini. It is, but it's an iconic prop. It and to be honest, that just still doesn't sound like that this much.
0: This isn't for charity auctions, either. This is actually just a, an actual normal auction. And it's been done. Right. Where some guy's going like, yeah, and bid on it. If it was for charity, then... Then, yeah, I can see it going for a lot higher than 96000 But And then I can sort of understand because people are going like, oh, it's a cool bit of history, and, and yeah. it's for charity, well, not
1: for me to wear. Such as the charity auction that they're doing at the minute for a, a custom Amiibo. Have you heard about this? So, um, so yes. they've made, it looks awesome as well, uh, they've made a, a Saturo Iwato um, Amiibo, which looks amazing. It does look yeah. so good. Um, it's going for $5,000 currently. It's on eBay. Um, and that. all proceeds go to charity. What I'm curious is what which amiibos are going to be based on. Like, if you if you sit it on, Link. Do you reckon? So if you sit it on, he's on the where, controller, he's wielding
0: the master sword. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. I'm just I'm curious whether it actually does anything. Whether they've gone all right. Yeah, it's not just. I, I custom hope, look. Yeah, I was going to say I hope make, he's
0: actually making mm. the actual character to go inside with her own unique skill set yeah. and whatnot. That would be awesome.
1: And did you know um <laughs> what we didn't get what when we were at EGX? we didn't get your picture, your Animal Crossing picture that you took. <laughs> we we not, left no. it behind. But um the um Animal Crossing amiibo cards you get don't just work with Animal Crossing, it turns out. Mm-hmm. People have found that they actually work with Mario Maker and they give you stuff in Mario Maker. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, good. I like that. They're doing lots of little things
0: like that. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. And while we're on the um, on the conversations of charity, right? You know, there's a thing that they like to do every now and again on PC called the humble bundle, humble, humble, humble bundle, Bumble, where you Constant. get some like yeah. awesome titles uh, yeah. for for pittance mm-hmm. really. Now they're doing the humble subscription. Um, okay. where every month it's some like $12, I think it is, a month. So over here it would be, what, about 10 quid? Oh, is this like, that. like what's that, Cube or yeah, whatever? Yeah, but you'll just get games every month. So you get like two, three, I think it's like three or four games right. like every month of varying quality. Um, oh, so some like that. amazing and some little unknown ones and okay. stuff. Okay, so it's a lot still digital but stuff. It all then goes to charity, which is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think if anything, that'll probably be the one to go
1: for you don't get a funky box every month that you can open and go, what have I got? Oh, look, stickers.
0: Yeah, wasn't that worth 10 quid? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> if you find one that's 10 quid, Reg, tell me.
0: Yeah. was well, I mean, stupid prices.
1: Mm. But, mm.
0: And the thing I love is that, because like, I I really tended to sign up for like, Loot Crate. Yeah, that's the one. Um, and there was like so many people going, like, Loot Crate's amazing. And I was like, right. So I signed up on uh, Facebook. It's, like the Loot Crate page and stuff. And I was yeah. like, I'll just see what's inside them before I decide this is my one mm-hmm. I'm going to get. And loads of stuff. I was like, "Well, that's in Poundland. That's in Poundland. Yeah, that's in
1: Poundland. But that's the idea, and though, that's isn't it? it? The stuff so, is definitely worth more than twenty dollars or whatever. But it's not necessarily in terms of like when you then, I guess, full you know full price. But when you see them clearance and stuff, which most of that stuff is available for next to nothing.
0: Yeah, you get like a t-shirt, which would be pretty cool. But then I could go on shirt punch and get it better. And you also, also then get, you know, like a Funko Pop, if you're lucky. Now they've taken them out of most boxes and made, like, Funko Box. Yeah. Which is annoying. Um, but, yeah, so just... I don't know. It just doesn't seem that great to me. I don't fully
1: understand this whole Unless you're one of the lucky genre. guys who gets the, like, the super rare item. Hmm. It's
0: very crazy, Dan. It's very, very crazy. To the
1: point where I've never wanted to subscribe to one, but never mind. Um, I have also... Um, this This... I often give my little movie reviews on this show, Reg. You do, um, and sometimes they can go on for like ten minutes while I'm describing all the ins and outs of whether I liked it or not. But I went through three, three, three films this week, so I'm going to race through all three of them. Okay, I'm going to okay. give a hockey stick while you
0: do this. I'm going to
1: give you a hockey stick. Excellent. So, I went to see um, with Stephen. No, is, he, is he still alive? St- Steve is alive. He's in uh, Croatia or something like that, or Lithuania. Yeah, how did you go see him? Was it? it by a sky? Well, he wasn't there on Monday. On Monday, he came and met me in Liverpool. We went to Uncle Sam's. I had ribs. They were delicious. And then we went to watch a free preview of uh, The Martian. The
0: Martian.
1: Um, Which I will highly, highly recommend, Reg. If I had more than two thumbs, they would all be up.
0: If you had a million dollars.
1: If I had a million thumbs. Would you be rich? I said, yeah. I I reckon
0: if you had a million thumbs, you'd definitely be rich. (laughs) Okay. Because, A, that's a bit of a freak of genius.
1: Yeah.
0: Or oh, a freak of science, even. And then, B, just imagine the publicity. I would get. have
1: to come up with something to do with them. Like there has to be just something that was you know. Swap. Other than just, like, you're Me. a freak, you have a million thumbs.
0: I think you'd be able to put, like, some machines out of business instead of it being the other way around, where you'd actually be able to, like, put stamps on. I'd
1: so. be really good at hitchhiking. <laughs>
0: and whatnot. You'd be awesome at <laughs> hitchhiking. But also cause a lot of
1: pileups. Yeah, true, true.
0: You know, um, yeah. How big would your hands need to be if you had a million
1: thumbs? I don't know, but what I do know is, yeah, The Martian's a really good film. Reg. Right? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, there's a there's a habit of films that are like like disaster sort of films, and this is a sort of film where like, oh, everything's going to go wrong. What's going to happen? And everything that goes wrong is so massively over the top, so Hollywood that for me it ruins some of the experience. Um, one film that doesn't do that that I love, is Apollo 13. okay, And that is what this was like to me. So, other than the fact yeah, on Mars, I mean, I'm not spoiling he anything here, Mars. the guy gets stranded on Mars, that's the whole point, hence the mm-hmm. Martian. Um, and he did has to survive. Did you know as well that they
0: knew, months before we did, that there was water on Mars? Yeah, oh yeah,
1: there was the, I, I can't imagine that it wasn't... I can't imagine that it wasn't arranged, that they were like, bit of publicity, let's release this the day before this, our movie comes out. Comes out.
0: Right,
1: okay. Just thrown out there. Yeah, Doing I know. it's weird. Lumber I don't know, don't know why he, he knew, and no one else did. Yeah. But but anyway, yeah, it's it, everything that goes wrong is so minimal and within the realms of possibility. Like, oh yeah, that that could go on. It just sets him back just enough to to be exciting. Um, but just really really good film. Well, well acted. It's got blooming um Donald Glover in it. Nice. Yeah. I did not know that. Doesn't do any rapping though. Does he not? No, and he doesn't bring um, Jaden Smith along for the ride.
0: <sighs> that, well, that's a shame because they could have left him
1: on oh, Mars and come back
0: yeah. without him. Yeah. Now, I'm going to ask a silly question. All right. Because I have to. Okay. Now I know the premise of this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, is obviously he gets stranded, tries to survive, try and make his own sort of like world where
1: waiting to yeah, well, he's waiting to, to get back. rescued.
0: Is that why it's called The Martian? Because he's living on another like a. A f- the foreign world, and he is the Martian on that planet, yes. or does he meet a Martian?
1: No, he is the Martian. And no, it, was, it was
0: just something it, I was like, I, I know yeah, ninety-nine point nine percent in my head. No, definitely not aliens don't come
1: into it. As he's like, I sort will of leaving, ruin that. Like <sighs> if
0: he if he gets off, but, cause I suppose I don't really know. But oh. if he does get off the planet, okay. does it just cut back to like a little crater and you see this little head go? because his only friend's gone That's it's the little Martian head that's like he's just holding like the little plant or the, the um, hoe spoilers yeah.
1: no that doesn't happen that's a shame no. that's a wasted opportunity that's maybe it. maybe um, but then the next film I went to see for me was the polar opposite of of the whole Martian experience because Martian was like you know you, you can't and you like yeah he, maybe spoilers maybe he doesn't doesn't I, I, I can't not ruin it but Yeah, when he gets off the planet you're like yeah did it amazing right and you feel really upbeat and then I went to see Everest and I don't know why I went to see it Reg
0: Oh, yeah, it's not good
1: it's the most depressing film I've ever seen in my entire life
0: really because I it's like lots of good things about it
1: it just I mean it looks very nice and um, I know of someone who went to see it who has an interest in, in like mountain climbing and said it was very realistic from that respect everything was researched and done properly but, because it's based on a true story, and it wouldn't be really a story worth doing a film about if 99% of people didn't die.
0: Oh, right, okay.
1: So, you kind of already know going in, this is going to go horribly wrong. Um, and it's, a sort, it's just the sort of horrible thing. They're on a mountain. They're maybe 100 yards away from someone else who can save them, but they can't get to them. Because it's just, it's too, there's too much of a storm going on or whatever. It's just, it's horrible 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 movie All right. and I'm like I'm getting towards the end I'm like I don't know what I expected from this I'm really not enjoying it that much there can't be like a Hollywood and a happy ending there can't be and then they try and do one and that is the and again it's true. this is true but one of the guys who they thought was dead and they pronounced him dead like forget it he manages to wake up I mean he's, his hands are frostbitten are gone his feet his nose so he's on, on his last legs, but he manages then to get up and get down to base camp, but they need to get him into a hospital, How so... How
0: did they just, like, roll him he, he, down the well, hill? you know, no, he's, he's, got
1: feet, got he's got feet, he's got feet, with shoes on, he just hasn't got any toes and fingers are all black and horrible. So again, <laughs> he's he's a, like the human equivalent of Mr. Potato Head, when you're just going to have to put pieces on Yeah, basically, exactly, that's, that's going to be his life from then on. So... His um basically they get in touch with his wife back at home who they've already told him he's dead and they're like, Guess what? He's not dead and she's like oh, Would you like your husband back yeah. if he's got no <laughs> toes, hands, nose?
0: And look completely fucked up. Yeah, no. no. All don't of worry, his, he didn't make it.
1: <laughs> all of his minor extremities are gone, so we'll leave that with you. You put two and two together so, and decide whether he's going to be of any use to you. Yeah, so that's gone as well then. Oh, they, didn't, they don't reference it. But anyway, I so then she she been. gets on the phone with all her lady friends, because they, they're really rich. <laughs> she's like, she does, she's she gets, like, hit on the phone. And, she's, she's um, like the and, phone. They're, and they're like, put me through to the, the ambassador now. We need a helicopter. And she managed to get a helicopter. And then there's this... Bit of like an exciting, like, oh, can the helicopter has never been this high before? Can't get up there. Oh, we're gonna make it. We're not gonna make it. Oh, we're gonna make it. Oh, they make it. They get them on. Oh, we're gonna be able to take off. Oh, we just managed to take off. So you have this bit of excitement. So and everyone else th- is th- dead. And if they're gonna turn to
0: Hollywood, start was it like the little helicopters? No, it
1: no, there? but it was just
0: uh, that. See, now that again, Dan, was another I way get it the it feeling in
1: real life. It was probably just like. Oh, landed, get them on the, on the helicopter and go off. But they have to make another little bit of excitement, are they, aren't they? And then yeah. they get him on, and they get him home, and he survives. So the, the the ending of the movie, apart from the there's basically the Kira Knightley's role. She's a, the pregnant wife of the guy who runs the whole expedition thing. Right. And he dies, and she's literally about Spoiler to drop. About for people. Now, that's, everyone knows that from the start. That is in the trailer. You know who's okay. going to live and who's going to die. Okay. Well, we haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm just all right. all right. Back off! Just <laughs> <laughs> <see> shit, boy. <laughs> uh, but so you have the little reunion of, of her and and the, the the people who he works with that she knows and are all crying and stuff like that. So you're like, oh, that's a bit depressing. And then you have him returning home and his wife going, "Oh, you're okay." And then credits. So they have to finish on a bit of an up note, but that is the so such a minor, a minor up note that they just it just. It was wasn't wasn't pleasant, no, wasn't right, pleasant okay. viewing. I came out feeling worse than when I went in.
0: Really? So yeah. is it bad? Isn't it just, it's a bad no, it's or a bad good, it it's a well-made like... film.
1: It just made yeah. me feel miserable. Um, it just there's nothing. In, and there's no reason to see it. Maybe see it in 3D IMAX if you want to be like, "Ooh, look at that! It's pretty." But no. Right, okay. Um And then yesterday I went to see, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface this with the fact that this was free oh god okay
0: i hate you when you do this it's always going to be some real yeah well
1: basically a year ago almost exactly a year ago i got free preview tickets to go and see the maze runner a film that i would never have seen normally we went to see it film finished like it's all right but i don't really care what happens i know that they're making the second one for next year and the third one for the year after i don't think i care enough to go and see them So I'm just going to Wikipedia it and find out what happens, because I'm curious what happens, which I didn't do, because I then turned out I didn't care enough. But then the second one comes along, and I'm like, I want to go and see it. I saw the first one. I'm going to watch it at some point. And then it turned out I had two free tickets to go to a Cineworld on a Sunday. So I was like, do you want to go? Yeah, let's go. So we went to watch that. Have you seen the first Maze Runner? No? I I wouldn't
0: (laughs) want to. After after hearing your your glaring (laughs) review about how amazing it was on the pod, did I, I talk d- about it a year ago? Yeah, uh, I've got no interest whatsoever no. in. The- At least it's it's know.
1: kind of like it's got a thing. It's got a th- you know, oh they're in this maze, so it's like the Hunger Games in in as much as each labyrinth. N- well, no, I don't mean it's like it's it's like, like it's just in the same in a way that the Hunger Games is like it's all about the competition, the Hunger Games, and then the last one had nothing to do with it. Like there was no actual games. Was that it was like. Oh, we're going to actually have to wrap, wrap this story I up now. We're still not seeing it yet.
0: No, because w- again, this is not. You're going watch these both of them together. Where Ash was like, "I want to go to the pictures." To see, it. and I was okay, like, "Oh yeah, can't And then it never happened. There's happens. another
1: Jurassic World, which is really so. There's all well, There's all that. So
0: as soon as part two comes out on DVD okay. and Blu-ray, yeah,
1: then I well, don't see it. the um, it was like it's it's like that. Like, you, you you think all oh, right, this is the whole premise of this. It's it's some weird like test thing they've got to get through this maze and whatnot. The second one, which is the Scorch Trials, which so suggests it's something similar, but I don't know, like a desert or something? Yeah, it turns out it's a desert. Um, then there's zombies, and then there's like... It's just weird, Reg. It's like there's zombies. You know what you should have done? What? Not we- gone. Wikipedia did it last <laughs> year and thought, fuck that noise. It, it makes very little sense in the grand scheme of things, other than like when you think about this was the this was a trilogy of books, that this... You know, teen fiction, young adult um, fiction author so has gone. So what you say? It's f- made specifically for you. <laughs> exactly. Now I'm going to write a book that, uh, and one of them's going to be like it's going to be like The Hunger Games. Then one of them's going to be like Walking Dead. I dread to think what the third one's going to be like. But I'm probably going to end up seeing it.
0: But it's I have set Bratz the musical. I
1: don't know. I don't even know what it's called. I don't even want to look at what the third one's called because that's probably going to say it all. But the, the, my, big, my big point is, first one I went to see for free, second one I went to see for free. I'm not giving this franchise any of my money. I refuse. You're giving it its time though, and time is money, Dan. Maybe I'm taking money from them, because I'm taking two cinema seats from them that would have otherwise been paid for.
0: Was the rest of the cinema full?
1: I didn't notice. Don't notice. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. But anyway. <laughs> it just
0: looked awful. Yeah, well. it wasn't I've great. I've got no, no idea it was great people it was, would like
1: to see it. I didn't understand why there were zombies. That's the that's the sickness, apparently. That's that's why they were in the maze in the beginning.
0: Right, okay. Yeah. See with me not actually knowing anything about it, I knew no. there's a maze and the maze comes in on itself or something, so they're trying to get out of it, potentially. I just thought it was gonna be like remember that film years ago called The Cube? Yeah. I, it was I thought it was gonna be like a similar thing to that.
1: No, but not really. no, it's just no. just shit. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Mm. It's got Peter Baylish out of Game of Thrones in it. That doesn't save no. anything no. like at all. He's evil, though. Evil.
0: Well, spoiler alert, Dan. <laughs> Jeez, because I'm desperately going to see it. Well, all right. Well, to be fair, I, I have on my phone the Privilege right. Plus thing, and May, the first Maze Runner is on the Privilege all Plus, right. where I can use a credit for
1: it. There you go. But I'm not going to. Not at the moment, it's just currently sat there. With, Do it, because like, then again, credits. you're you're using a your free credit. To no, click. fuck
0: that. Right. Because then I'd be like, oh, someone else has downloaded it. All right. I don't care if it's
1: real or not. I'm not doing it. Well, what what you could do with Reg is just a bit of a laugh, just a bit yes. of comedy now to lighten the mood after you've watched Everest and The Maze Runner two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, fortunately, two kind of I would say a little bit unexpected comedy series are coming to TV screens Good. next year. Um, one is DC and one is Marvel. Okay. So, Interesting,
0: not where I thought you are going
1: with this. No, part. so Marvel are making a, a comedy series, a, a, a half-hour um, comedy series, um, um, based on a comic book I had not heard of, but it's called Damage Control, which is basically a group of kind of like a clean-up crew that go in and fix everything after uh, superheroes right, okay. smash everything up. Mm. Um which, I quite like the idea. That sounds yeah, like a fun little always, premise.
0: We've always thought, like, yeah. after they destroyed the cities happens. and stuff, what actually happens?
1: Now what? Exactly. Well, this is what? Exactly. But we know, because uh, in Daredevil, they reference that the Kingpin is going to clean up the city.
0: Yeah, but he's not going to clean up the world, is he? It's only no. that city he cares about.
1: Fair enough. Like, Yeah, like when Hulkbuster and everything smashed up that city in that country, I can't remember.
0: Exactly. <laughs> See, he's not going to be like, I'll do that too.
1: Well, they'd come in. Anyway, but um, that's going to be ABC, obviously, and then also DC are going to have one. All right, I'm going to read the premise out of this. So it's apparently it's it's going to be very much like The Office. <laughs> okay. What? It's called Powerless. It's a workplace comedy set at one of the most what? Sorry, one of the worst insurance companies in America. With the twist being that it also takes place in the universe of DC Comics. The show is about the reality of working uh, working life for a normal, powerless person in a world of superheroes and villains. Uh, th- Doesn't sound as interesting.
0: It, it, no, but in a way, I suppose it could be quite entertaining because you know for a fact that it's all just going to be like stupid claims that are going to come through and them just like having to work out, hitting that target, like coming from that sort of environment, like I'd be yeah. like quite intrigued to hear
1: like the call. It's going to go one way or another, isn't it? Yeah. it's NBC who were behind the office as well. Well, the American version of the office
0: as well. So he's going to do all. the cutaways as well. And so I was like, oh, I can believe my first day. Yeah,
1: probably. Right. Amazing. Mm. I'm not sure. Um, what I'm also not sure about though, is um, they're bringing MacGyver back. Yeah. yeah, isn't
0: it the guy from the Fast and Furious or Two Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious Seven is yeah. the
1: director, um, and he also did Saw. Um, now the only the only thing that I really care about with with MacGyver is that it it brought us oh off cam sneeze then from Reg, that it brought us okay. MacGruber, which is am- have you ever seen MacGruber? <laughs> <It's> Owen Wilson <laughs> it's, is it? No, it's not Owen Wilson. It's, <laughs> it's um, What's his name? Thingy, um thingy thingy Forte, Will Forte. Right, yeah. yeah, the guy who's in The Last Man on Earth. Um, and he basically plays a very similar character to his character in The Last Man on Earth, just an idiot, but an idiot who is really good at ripping throats.
0: Yes. Very I, I, so.
1: I, I don't know, the first time I watched that film, I was like, yeah, that was quite good. And then I watched it again with someone else, and I, I was like, it, it you gets, loved I it. loved it. I yeah, you genuinely do love it. So good. But um, I've never watched an episode of MacGyver. I know most of what I know about MacGyver is based on The Simpsons and Magruba. Right. But I just I don't think it's time, Reg. Don't think it's time that's, for the return.
0: That's the the issue I've got with quite a few announcements that mm-hmm. they're making at the
1: moment, such as another A team.
0: Yes. This, uh, just not long reboot the film. Why not do a sequel to that if you're going to do yeah. anything?
1: Because doing, uh, doing a new series... I didn't even mind working. the film. No, it was, it
0: all, was right. all right. It was all
1: right, it was all right. Unfortunately, it wasn't that long ago we got a Knight Rider reboot, so they're not going to try that one again. Thank God. Do I remember when I was a little kid, though, a reboot of Knight Rider where there was, like, different Knight Rider vehicles? The Knight Rider
0: 2000 or something, wasn't Something it? like that, and there was, like, yeah.
1: a van and... I was gonna say boat, but that was Simpsons as well. That was night boat. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. No. No. They 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 can't keep doing no. this now. I know they've completely run out of ideas. Yeah. Well, at least Weaponry? weapon it? This <laughs> this just isn't right. <laughs> that is when even their classic catchphrase mm. now comes into play. Where it's too old for this shit. They should not be rebooting it. It's gone past its prime. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna get it. In effect, it's a it's a buddy cop movie. If, if you boil down to Yeah. Them. They don't need to do a TV series of that. We've no. already. If you want a funny TV cop thing, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, yeah. If you want a serious one, fucking like, what is it called? Like, Blue Badge or whatever it is? Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods. We watch that. Or if you want a film, just go watch the original fucking trilogy. Not Lethal Weapon 4. <laughs> not Lethal Weapon 4. It's all right. It's not great. But the original three were brilliant. Yeah. So just stick with them or just watch other things. Because Brooklyn ninety nine 9 is incredible. And that's what a funny cop show should be. Yeah. We don't need this. I I'm mean, fuck, even like the likes of um, Cop Out. Great film, but that bomb, why do you think they're going to do a TV series is going to be great mm. of a buddy cop thing? True. Because it even had fucking... Uh, oh, no, don't get me started. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis.
1: <laughs> it's
0: just, yeah, because I mean that's going to be, be the be. thing of who's going to play... Because like, it's not going to be... Um, the original—it's not going to be Mel Gibson. It's definitely not going to be Mel Gibson. Gibson. they are not going to. They've already said like they it's, are it's, too going, old. it's going to be like a reboot mm-hmm. of this. Just, just why? If you're going to bring in Lethal Weapon, you're going to automatically assume that it's going to be them. They might have like one whiff of a cameo where they go past their office or something, maybe. But it's uh, too.
1: I think the whole thing is too '80s though, as well.
0: Yeah, 100%. I don't think
1: I don't think it's the sort of thing that can be brought up to date. Even the name. Like lethal weapon doesn't strike me as the name of a TV series or a movie nowadays. Do you know what I mean?
0: No, I, I still love the name. I know,
1: but it's very, it's very ageless. It easy. is like, very, lethal very Yeah, I, I completely agree that it.
0: I really can't. Is.
1: If if it was something that came along now, and they were naming it, that's not what they would call it. And the only reason they will do that is because it's got the, you know, it'd be like the fatal force. Ooh or
0: no. Force would be a good It would have one, to Dan. be letters. But it that would that'll, be... that'll go straight towards a DVD.
1: Yeah. No, it would be some kind of acronym. I mean, that's what they all are. CSI, NTIS, <laughs> NTF, SDSUV. Your X. Files. Excellent. Go team. Yeah. Um, oh, I... I I'm
0: oh, also, as well, speaking right. of fucking reboot and more series okay. and whatnot... Um, that Watchmen are doing a TV series potentially, well, because that's been HBO, signed up for the pilot already hasn't
1: it, yeah so um, <laughs> that Watchmen, H- the Watchmen I can't remember what the link is but HBO have some kind of deal with um, the studio that does all, and uh, I think um, Zack Snyder's studio so he's thinking of, yeah, of Basically making a TV version of it, whether that means a continuation or whether it be the before Watchmen comics, which to be honest, weren't very good, I hope not. Really? Yeah, it it was too, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a whole story, you know what I mean? It was like, this is this character's story from before, this is this character's story from before, so it wasn't what people wanted. Right. If you want it, you want a prequel or you want a sequel, like a fully fledged thing, not like... Not spin-offs. No, that's, that was the issue. Fair enough. Mm. So I don't know. I'm. I don't know how that'll work. I I watch it because I love that film. But it is really good. The film, mm, to be fair.
0: And one day we'll watch the four and a half hour version. Yes,
1: we will, Reg. I currently don't have it because I've lent it to people.
0: Boo. Mm. Boo you down.
1: Boo me indeed. Uh, what time are we on anyway? Fifty eight minutes, Reg. We haven't got long now. No, no, we've not
0: even gone through half the list, have we? No, nope. we actually gone through nope. half the list.
1: So do you know what we're going to do? We're going to save it.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to speed run it like you done last time. No,
1: we don't do that now. We don't speed No, we, all, we also had the interview, so that adds another ten minutes. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. that's true. Mm. That's very
1: true. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Well, I will. I'll finish up on just telling you about this, because I just saw that on list. Big bang guy. So, while we were at the... Um, while I was queuing to meet... Um, what's his face? Mark Miller. Um... In this queue with obviously a bunch of nerds because they're all everyone wants to go and get their comic signed. Mm. And this guy comes up, um, eccentric street guy, right? Nice. He's about 70 years old and he's got this hat with like a big leaf in it. So, not even a feather, like a leaf poking out. And he's like, What's going on here then? What's all going on here then? And um, the guy who I think is the manager of the shop um, is of um, Asian origins, mm-hmm. okay? And he's standing there. He's quite loud and boisterous. He was. And he's like, um, oh, it's a, it's a comic signing. And the, the, the what's it this? I won't to say homeless guy, but potentially homeless guy. He was like, oh, you're all like those, those guys. You're Leonard, and you're Sheldon. And he turns to the Indian guy, and he's like, and you're, you're that guy, um, Co- what's his name, Kukumanja, the guy out of. What's it called? The Bang Thing. The Big Bang Thing. And and clearly everyone in that queue is fully aware of what he's talking about. But he looks at one of these guys and is like, you know, that program about all the the guys in comics. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, you know. You know. Of course you know. And he's like, I don't own a TV. You don't own a TV. Yeah. From the Big Bang Bang Theory. Kuthra Pali. And he remembers and we're like yeah that's it the Indian guy is (laughs) Kusapali that's insane (laughs) and he was like right catch you later and then he waddles off Kukumanja how How insane yep that's madness but anyway that is Sparta Uh right and with that though I think we're going to call it a day for another week Reg next week we're going to do one from our uh, travel lodge room I think travel yeah, so we won't have any of this interesting stuff behind us. We'll just have lots of kooky stuff maybe on us. Will we? Who
0: knows? I, I, I think we've got to go balls to the wall here when we go. That's, that's not the
1: weekend that I'm looking for, Reg. Huh? And keep. keep. You want to keep them in your pants? Yeah. We'll yeah. yeah. be sharing a room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not
0: going to then. <laughs> and on that note. Yeah.
1: I've been Reg. And yeah, I've been Dan. And it's time to geek out. See <laughs> you. See you. <laughs> TTFN